And uh, number nine uh, with the Buffalo Bills, uh, I went with was it Ed Oliver that I went yeah. with. Yeah, I went with Ed Oliver. Well, we, we both went offensive line, right? Well, Ed Oliver, oh. yeah, I went with defensive tackle. You went with Jonah. Oh, okay. But we did, but Josh did heavily consider Ed Oliver right. with the Bills. Um, because we just feel like the young man, like, yeah, you know, he's 270 or 280 and his weight fluctuates. But there is no way on God's beautiful blue, white, and green earth and, and whatever other colors is on this earth that Ed Oliver should make it out of the top 10. It's just not like... And you don't even necessarily have to think he's Aaron Donald, but the young man is, you can argue he belongs in, you know, in the conversation with Quentin Williams and, and Bosa, even though you can argue they're better than him, but still he, he he's an elite talent in this draft. He's one of the reasons why this draft is so good at the defensive end class. And I just think people are underestimating that young man. And if you are looking at his size and you want a traditional three technique and you pass on him because he's not, that you're going to be sadly mistaken. And I think a lot of teams in the top 10, maybe even Jacksonville, will be looking back at this and saying, oh, we dropped the ball on that. So I went with Ed Oliver. Uh, Josh actually went with a pick that I've already taken and that was the, who yeah. went to the Jags, you know. Yeah, John Williams. Uh, right. It really could shore up the offensive line and help protect, um, help protect uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. Also, uh, add for, to the uh, to the running game since they just signed T.J. Yeldon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they clearly want to run the ball. Yeah. What were they invested in it? They got yeah. Frank Gore too. Remember? That Frank Gore too. Uh, yeah, like, but Yeldon's more of a pass catcher though. But that's why, like, I think they they want Frank Gore. For you know, primarily pri- primarily running duties, yeah. and I only you know to be honest with you, I don't know how much longer Shady McCoy got to be with the team. Like he could be one of those guys. Like we were talking about how when the draft is over, we talking about like what kind of with McCoy, yeah. him not even being on the team or something, yeah. some crazy like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean I see where you're coming from, but uh yeah, you go ahead. I ain't mean to stop no, you. Unless we go to the to the next pick. Yeah, uh, and one more thing with uh, Buffalo, uh, Dabo is their offensive coordinator. So that's another reason why Josh went with that. You know, he obviously coached uh, Jonah Williams in um, in Alabama with Nick Saban and them. Not Dabo. Yeah. That's his name, Dabo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Dabo, I think. And um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, And I might be wrong on that. I think it is Dabo, but we'll see. Uh, Anyway, Denver, t- uh, number 10. Uh, This is... Like I said, me and Josh watched the film on uh, Devin Bush, and um, I think I was yeah I went with Bush, and he um, uh, you went with who? Oh, I went with Ed Oliver. Okay, so yeah. Since you said you Yeah, yeah. So we 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 went trying to hear that by Ed <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> number ten. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Denver just in Josh's case they went with the best available player. Right. Which I mean that's you know that's understandable. That's a dangerous defensive line. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, in my in my case, with me going with uh Bush, you know, they already got Von Miller on the edge. You know, add him into the equation with Von Miller. Uh, you know, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I was in January buying the whole Drew Lock to Denver, but now not so much. And it's not because of Joe Flacco, but um. I just think, like, John Elway might look at next year's class and be like, I'll take one of them guys. You know, I mean, I, I do think he does like Drew Locke, and it wouldn't surprise me if they take him, but 
Um, I, I'm not ready to make that a 100% surefire bet yet. So, yeah, that's me personally. Um, so, Josh, you take the next pick. Okay. This is uh, – actually, we tried to find a place because if we started getting you know, lower on this list, it wouldn't really make any sense to put him anywhere else unless we were going to drop him to Washington. But this is where Kyler Murray goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time to get rid of Andy Dalton. Um, yes, <laughs> they got a new coach who's what's the name? Zach, Zach Taylor. Zach, Zach Taylor from the um the Sean McVay tree. Right. If Sean McVay even got a tree, he's so young. It's <laughs> I don't know who was Sean McVay's. He's more like a root. Yeah, 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 root. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but we all know he's an offensive mastermind, nonetheless. And Zach Taylor is one of those young offensive masterminds too. Like his, that was his quarterback coach with when. He was with the Rams. That was the quarterback coach for the Rams, should I say. Right. So, I mean, it makes sense to take a quarterback. So, uh. Yeah, for Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it makes sense there. Uh, if Kyler Murray don't go there, I don't know where. To <laughs> put him beyond. It get a little crazy after that. Yeah, well, that's Miami. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Miami, Redskins. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, so. uh We'll see, man. Kyler Murray, if he don't go first overall like me and Josh project that he won't, uh, it could be a wild ride for that young man. But um, yeah, we'll man. see. Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting, man. Yeah, that's we talking about wild ride like the Incredible Hulk at Universal Studios, yeah, even, bro. Even like if it's not the Giants, Miami can move up. I mean, he might still be gone before the six pick of Miami or the Redskins move up. So I mean, this is right. There's really no telling if he if the Cardinals don't take him like well, we established it before. There's no there's no telling where he's gonna end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and like Josh said that that area where the Giants are that's the hot zone. Yeah, that's that's them phones right there from those like that area are gonna be ringing crazy if Kyler Murray don't you know go to uh, first overall yeah. because everybody gonna be like oh but it's time to rush up there and get him or Haskins or whatever the case may be so. Uh, we'll, that definitely be interesting to watch. Number twelve pick that goes to Green Bay. Uh, me and Josh agreed. Uh, take no offense there. Yeah. Graham is up there in age, but even so, like you know, those two can coincide together. You know what I'm saying? They can, uh, like I said, they could be a Gronk type of Hernandez type of deal if you want to say that. Uh, while there, um, he's a. I don't. From what I know, I don't think Graham's a bad locker room guy. I don't see why he would have any problems with teaching and coaching up fan and helping them as as the veteran. Um, unless somebody knows something that we don't know, uh, we don't cover the Packers, obviously. Uh, but you know, uh, putting him with Aaron Rodgers, freakish athlete. If you're talking about an athlete, he's probably a better pure athlete than Hawkinson. Yeah. And um, but, but that being said, Hawkinson is just more a jack of all trades, which makes his value more higher than Fant. Um, he can also block as well. So that, you know, Fant, not the best blocker in the world uh, from what I've read. Uh, but that being said, I would love to see him there with Aaron Rodgers, tall target, can't miss target, yeah. basically. Um, people would be in trouble if Aaron Rodgers could stay healthy. Yeah. And I would hate to walk up on that team and their new coach who they got from the Tennessee Titans. His name is escaping me. But, um, yeah, that, that could be a dangerous combination to say the least. So who we got at uh, 13, Josh? Uh, 13 Miami Dolphins um, is really a toss-up between um, the two next quarterbacks. So it's, but we uh, decided on Drew Locke from Missouri. 
Um, the Dolphins desperately, desperately need a quarterback. Yep. Um, that's the only thing I can see. Hey, man. <laughs> that's the only way uh, I can see them going in the direction I can see them going in this pick. Um, I mean, they got they got a new coach. I mean, Tannehill's gone. I mean, they got a couple years to, you know, to right the ship. They got a couple um, – they got some years to rebuild. They got some, they got some time. But if they gonna if they gonna start, they need to start with a quarterback. Yep. And at this point, I like I said, unless they're gonna trade up, which um, this is the best available quarterback they can get. Uh, right. Yeah. You look at Drew Locke and um, their offensive coordinator. Um, last name is O'Shea. Uh, was the quarterback coach for the the Patriots. Uh, so this, you know, you look at Drew Lock. He's a guy that got the measurables, the um, you know, the height, weight, and speed, and, and whatnot. But you know, the thing has always been with Drew Lock is um, he's very uh, one one moment you you looking at a throw he makes, and you like, oh my god, like yeah. that was beautiful. And then the next minute he throws some kind of dud throw, and you like, what the hell was that? So, yeah. but you know, they can work with him. And you know, a lot of people could say, well, Miami. You know, they have time. They may wait to get a quarterback. Well, why the hell not start swinging now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what me and Josh came to the conclusion. They could take various first-round quarterbacks. Not Obviously not this year. They can only take one. Yeah. But next year they can try to take a swing at it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, this is one of the organizations when you look at it in terms of the whole league. This front office and this coach has time because that roster is very poor. And I think um, Stephen Ross, their GM, He's no fool. He knows what he's dealing with. He knows what the roster is. He knows what shape Adam Gase left it in. And simply put, they have time to keep swinging at the quarterback position. And why not just start with Drew Locke, uh, who who has all the intangibles, who has the measurables, and the young man who played in the most importantly in the SEC, which is that's the best competition. I guess you could say that you can arguably face. Uh, so um, ATL, we went with Brian Burns. Uh, perfect fit almost you know like in my opinion uh you know of course he's gonna have to be coached up you ain't gonna outrun people in this league you know what i'm saying the stuff he did at florida state uh, yeah it's not gonna fly but when you look at you look at um him on film he can bend you know that's a very good thing to have on the edge uh you you know and he has the ability he's kind of like yannick Ngakwe. he can he can develop uh himself into a with the right coaching into a good defensive end on the on the edge and this is a good scheme fit for them for him and i mean i know they have vic beasley but when the last time we really heard any major news about vic beasley other than being hurt right right i mean and if if there's any position where you want to take multiple swings at aside from the quarterback position you can never have too many defensive ends i don't care what nobody tell you especially in this pass happy league you need a rotation anyway right so you you can really do no wrong if you're the Atlanta Falcons who we know a great deal about being from Georgia. And um yeah, that being said, I, I can see him going there. So uh we got pick number fifteen that's going to Josh. Yeah, um I don't think the Redskins are going with a quarterback at this pick. Um I think they're content with being with Case Keenum, right? Mm-hmm. They traded for him or something. To yeah, I think they're gonna be content with uh, Case Keenum at least year. for a year yeah um so we we think they're gonna take uh Jawan Taylor the offensive lineman from Florida um person I don't think anybody from Florida should be going first, first. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just yeah. me so yeah we I mean when we 
we look at people at the Georgia Florida game sideways that wear Florida gear, but you know, yeah, yeah. even even our friends, so <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with some of y'all, but that's they weren't raised right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for August twenty fourth. Anyway, um, yeah, Jawan Taylor, offensive lineman from, uh, well, I'm not gonna say that again. Um, <laughs> uh, it was already hard the first yeah, time. <laughs> Uh, it'd be a perfect fit to uh, fit uh, the opposite of Terrence Williams. Uh, Terrence at left, Jawan at right. Um, definitely show up the offensive line for Case Keenum, also uh, Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that's the direction that they should go for the 15th pick. Yeah, Trent Williams. You mean Trent? What? I said Trent. I thought you said Terrence. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we, but everybody know who we talking about. The, the left tackle... That plays for the Washington Redskins. That's a Pro Bowl talent. Yeah, everybody know who we talk about. Um, yeah, so we agreed with that. Juwan Taylor. A lot of people think he'll go to Jacksonville. That's a possibility. Thing is, you know, if you he can only play one position from what I can see. And Jonah Williams is more versatile. Is why I went with Jonah Williams over him. And I know, yeah, Jaguars like to take Florida players, but you can make the argument for Alabama players too. So, you know, either way, um, I, I just think. You know that Taylor is not the best fit from that perspective. Um, next up on the list, we got the New York Giants. This is Josh no, team. Did oh I missed? It. Okay, I jumped. Okay, so yeah, Carolina. We went with Cody Ford. Um, when we like when you look at what they like on their offensive line, you look at Trey Turner. You look at you know the guys that you had in the past, Khalil. They love these big maulers that just. No, they they might not necessarily have the physique you like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They may not have the look, but when they go on the field, they move you off the ball, and that's that's what the uh, the Panthers believe in. And I think Cody Williams is from that perspective is perfect for them. They need offensive line help. They need to better protect Cam Robinson. They need to, uh, yeah, Cam Newton. I said Robinson. Um, and uh, you know they got to pave them lanes for Christian McCaffrey and they that running core. That they have there, and you you know from that perspective, um, Cody Williams is a guy that I think should be in the first round. I think at some point he needs to come off the board, roughly around fifteen to twenty ish. Uh, so we slotted him there, and uh, that is that on yeah. them. So yeah, they definitely need. Um, it seems like every year the Panthers have offensive line problems, whether it be chemistry or um, they just don't have the talent, or you know. Was last year they had was it four the offensive line were hurt? Yeah, yeah, they they dealt with some issues. Yeah, I mean even before that they dealt with some shit. And the, the main problem, the main concern the Panthers should have is keeping Cam healthy, mm-hmm. whether it be you know his upkeep or you know keeping him upright. Right. Um, because Cam has taken a beating ever since that MVP season. Yeah. Everybody's coming for his head. I mean it's just. Uh, what is he? Twenty nine now. Yeah. Yeah, but he probably feel like he's thirty two. Yeah. Yeah. With all those hits, I mean. Yeah. No one, I never, I haven't seen anyone else getting hit like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, you know, that it's crazy because I feel like he ain't getting the not not just from the offensive line, but even with the rules. Yeah. Like it feel like he went like because he's so big, the the, the referees weren't protecting him like he should have been protected. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's just taking a beating. I mean, sometimes he'll get a flag, sometimes he won't. But, yeah, he. he, I feel, I mean, even as a Falcons fan secondarily, I feel bad for Cam sometimes watching the hits he take. 
Because you, I mean, you just don't want nobody taking that kind of punishment in the league, and you you want him to flourish when he ain't playing the Falcons, obviously. But yeah, uh, yeah I agree with Josh there. They they do need to do something to address that offensive line. So I'm gonna let Josh take this one too because it's his team. But we did agree on his pick. Yeah, um, 17th pick, the Giants. If we still had a pick, because <laughs> um, we don't know what the hell's gonna happen with him. Yeah, um, I think they should take uh, Greedy Williams from LSU. Um, I'm a, I, me personally, I'm a huge fan. Um, especially after the debacle that we had in our secondary, whether it be Eli Apple, or whether it be, um, Janoris Jenkins playing like he's a undrafted free agent, or whether it be, uh, I mean, we let Landon Collins go. If it was Janoris Jenkins playing like undrafted. <laughs> Oh man. yeah, I mean, just the debacle we had in the in the secondary from last year. We couldn't cover anybody. We couldn't uh, stop anybody on third down, and it, it was it wasn't the main problem. But it was, well, it was the main problem on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this guy really sure of our secondary. Yep. So um, with the next pick. Which is uh, we we knocking them down. Pick number eighteen. Uh, this Brett team that works with me. Shout out to Brett. Um, we went with uh, Garrett Bradbury from um, NC State. If I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm blanking out on that. Uh, let's see. I think it's NC State. Yep, North Carolina State. Uh, this is a young man who I mean they they need offensive line help. That's all you really hear about when you. You talk about the Giants. Any, uh, I'm sorry, not Giants. The Vikings. Anytime you mention the Giant, the Vikings, or you talk to a Vikings fan, it's oh man, we need offensive line help. You know, we need to better protect Kirk Cousins. Even though I don't know that he's the answer either, and he was worth the money that they paid for him. But obviously, you know, he, they paid him a lot of money for the next three years. He's not going nowhere unless he's traded. Um, you got to protect that kind of investment. I mean, we're talking about somebody who's making all uh, all guaranteed contract protect that man better okay i mean simply put or uh you know you, you're gonna be looking for some jobs uh, over there uh in minnesota and their coaches escape uh mike zimmer yeah. and company you know they 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 need to make a better situation for kurt cousins there and um I, I think that would help you know obviously they have the receiving core they have also uh kyle rudolph you know as a tight end to help out uh, they they have Dalvin Cook. They have pieces. It's just you know when you look at that offense as a whole, obviously the offensive line is where help is needed, and um, I think that would just help Kirk Cousins as well as um, my man. What's the running back name again? Dalvin Cook. Cook. It would help them um, from that perspective in both ways. So it would help the run game and the pass game. And Josh also agreed with me there. Uh, so Tennessee 